Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Hey guys, we have a great show for you today. If you like the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us reach new listeners. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us at tooldfortiktok.com. That's the number two and the number four to keep up with all things Too Old for TikTok. Thanks for listening. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. We're so excited to have Brendan and Dan, the host of podcast Come Through Queen, as our guests today. Come Through Queen is an amazing podcast where Dan and Brendan discuss all things Bravo and reality TV. Welcome to Too Old for TikTok. Thank you. Thanks. Hope I'm, hopefully I'm not too, too old. You, you might be. <laughs> you guys are in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> Don't right. worry. Yeah. So I'm so thankful for our friend Sam Avizano who connected us because Sam is a friend of Brendan's. And mm-hmm. Melissa and I are really excited because we're both big Bravo fans and you two are the perfect people to talk to about Bravo stars on TikTok. I so, can't wait. Yeah, we'll get into the Bravo verse and the specific videos we picked out of Bravo celebrities very shortly. But first off, if you can both tell us what is your level of TikTok knowledge or TikTok addiction? Brendan, you should go first. <laughs> okay, so I'm definitely way more addicted to it than Dan is. So I had to download it for a work project I did in 2019. Um we were doing a big campaign on TikTok for National Coming Out Day for through my work. And so ever since then, I've been scrolling that For You page. And then once uh, the pandemic started, it's almost like my best form of mental health. Like if I need a break from like work or like whatever, I'm scrolling the For You page. And like, it's actually like, I work in social media. So getting away from like, Twitter and like Facebook and Instagram during the pandemic has been helpful and it's been helpful to have TikTok as like a place to go and just like scroll. Totally. Um, So I have very little experience with TikTok, but I actually enjoy it in watching it over my fiance's shoulder because like he watches it in bed and like when he laughs at a certain one, I'll make him show me that one. So that's like my, (laughs) my for you page is essentially whatever makes my fiance Alex laugh. Um, so, and then also Brendan makes fun of me cause I essentially consume TikTok by what makes it onto Twitter. Yeah. So I'll like text a Twitter video of a TikTok and Brendan's like, you're a week late to this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those. It's like yes. the new pipeline. It used to be, it used to be like Instagram to Facebook. And now I feel like it's like, TikTok to Twitter to Instagram to Facebook as far as like when people are seeing the same content. Yeah. I mean, I would say the one thing I have on Brendan though is I did create one TikTok myself, which Brendan has never done on his own personal uh, page. Okay, but I've created many TikToks for my work account. I know, but like (laughs) we haven't seen you uh, on TikTok. right, shining through, yeah. Exactly. So, no, I tried to do, um, well, I did did a, a cooking TikTok and I am like amazed at how much work goes into doing it. It's mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. it makes me appreciate like cooking TikTok so much. Cause like it takes triple the time to cook a meal to like 
get all the shots and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, what he's saying basically is he is a quitter. I tried to get him out there to be a TikTok <laughs> star. I truly did. I was like, we we can make you the next Tabitha Brown. Yeah. And he did one and gave up. <laughs> Pretty much. It's hard. I feel like I've resigned to just being happy as a critic because it is mm-hmm. really hard to yeah. create that content yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. I I bow down to the talent, yeah. (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about your podcast and how your love for Bravo and The Real Housewives started. Um, Well, my love for Bravo and The Housewives came through Real Housewives of New Jersey originally. Yeah. Um, I had graduated from college and was living on my friend's couch in the East Village, and it was 2009, right when the first season was airing. And I think I caught, like, a marathon one day, and then I was like, I'm obsessed. So then I was watching every every new episode aired, and then that was the, like, uh, table flip that happened. Oh, yes. Um, and it's just been gravy since then. Yeah. I mean, I was in the Bravo world with, like, Project Run- Runway, Top Chef, and I think I, like, gave Orange County a shot, but it didn't really pull me up in. It mm-hmm. wasn't until New York started that that sucked me in, and then I, like, joined with each subsequent city and eventually went back to Orange County. Yeah, and then um, in 2016, Dan was, like, Dan and I have been friends, like, for five years by that point, mm-hmm. and he was always talking to me about, like, podcasts he's listening to. He, like, dabbled in, like, doing a gaming podcast with one mm-hmm. of his friends from college that didn't, like, really pan out, and then he, like, <laughs> showed me some podcasts that I might like, and I was like, oh, okay, I can get into this, and then, like, oh, I guess I could have a point of view on, like, Housewives, And we started in spring of 2016 with, like, two rickety mics. um, And we've been there ever since. That's amazing. The rickety mics place is where Melissa and I are. No, no. Listening to to y'all is, like, heaven compared to listening to some of our early episodes in 2016. It sounds like like I was recording from the other room and, like, yelling. Yeah, and and then I'm in a fishbowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're actually going to take a page from your podcast and kind of organize this by going through each city of Housewives. And then hopefully if we have time, we'll get to some other Bravo franchises. But we're going to start with the TikTok heard around the world, mm-hmm. which was Melissa Gorga's TikTok of the all-star cast, which is her and Turks and Caicos with all the other all-stars dancing in a line and the caption reads Mm -hmm. legends only and it has 1.8 million views for me my favorite part of that is all the ramona memes that came out of that yeah Yeah. (laughs) so yeah i was wondering what are your thoughts on that as a way so we can kind of dive into all this i mean i think it was like the perfect introduction into what's to come on all stars like just seeing Mm -hmm. them all in the same frame together interacting Mm -hmm. is fun and like you know Ramona's gonna like definitely make this this like short series iconic. Yes. <laughs> For sure. And like just seeing the the level of comfortability of each person with a video like this, I think is so interesting. I mean, Teresa was as confused as Ramona, just didn't it didn't play out the same as Ramona's did. Yeah. And then I also will say Cynthia was actually pretty confused as well. <laughs> but Ramona just overshadowed the confused girls. Yeah. 
Cynthia's an auntie. So it's funny yeah. how like they're the aunties, I think, of this group trip and in the Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And on that, like Melissa, I think like ZMLS knows TikTok a lot better than most of the housewives, I would yeah. say. I think she's got a young daughter. She's got nieces. Like, so she's like a player in the game. Yeah, I think also like the her music background of being a pop oh, yes. star herself. <laughs> Only a like how? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. What do you guys think about the All Star Housewives? Are you excited about that new series? I'm so excited. I know that some people were frustrated that like the cast isn't as like stacked as they want it to be. Mm-hmm. But anything to see these women interacting um, together in a room, like from the different cities, is exciting to me. I went to BravoCon last year and I got to go to the Watch What Happens Live. And the most exciting thing was during Watch What Happens Live, watching the different franchises interact. I even was excited by like, Emily from OC meeting Jill Zarin's dog. Like for me, that was like a personal highlight that I still think about to this day. So like any boring old person from the Housewives franchise together, I think excites me. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think we don't even know what to expect since this is like very unprecedented. Um, I feel like from what I've heard about how this went, there's a lot of like fourth wall breaking in terms of like a lot of their conversation is about like, them being a housewife and famous and so I'm curious mm-hmm. to see like how much we get to see of that. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And what were your thoughts on New Jersey this season? Oh, I mean like Jersey is really up there for me in terms of like the best cities right now. Like Jersey mm-hmm. and Potomac, if you are not like currently a housewife's person in general, would be the two cities I recommend just jumping in on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think Jersey is like at its strongest right now um, that it's been in years. Uh, it also helps that they they approached COVID differently than all of the <laughs> other ones that filmed during COVID. It's like COVID didn't exist. I mean, we saw them wearing masks walking to restaurants, but they never discussed yeah. it. Yeah, never. Yeah. And I, I heard actually, I was listening to a different podcast today where they talked about how all of the seasons that talked about COVID heavily had a ratings dip and Mm -hmm. New Jersey and Potomac didn't have a dip Potomac because it hadn't, it wasn't during COVID it aired during COVID and then New Jersey, because they didn't really discuss it as much. I'm not that I'm, I'm not advocating like ignoring (laughs) COVID at all, but it's just like an interesting thing. And I think it made it a little more escapist for a lot of viewers this season. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel that personally, even I was sort of happy Mm -hmm for them to ignore it. If I'm watching reality TV, like I don't actually want to be faced with reality. Yeah. So speaking of Jersey, one of the biggest things on TikTok in general was Gia's song, which you mentioned Mm -hmm. the, you know, the early seasons of flipping a table. It's so funny because me and Dina knew this song. We were like, oh my God, Gia's song is trending. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish things would get better. I'm trying to get rid of them, but nothing seems to stay the same. Woke up in the morning, took my hand, make me get my clothes on. It has over 300,000 videos uploaded to it. What we noticed was that people were like, people didn't know who Gia was. They didn't know it was from right. the New Jersey Housewives. And it was like, oh, we 
we feel old. Like, we're too old for TikTok. We know this song. I know. When I started seeing that, like, going viral, it was interesting because it was all about showing an embarrassing moment of yourself from the past, which I was like, oh, that sucks for Gia. Like, that must be a lot for her. But mm-hmm. seeing her on, like, Watch Happens Live and everything, like, being a real good sport about it and recording a video herself of it, um, I thought it was amazing. And th- that was such a fun period of time when that was trending. Yeah. I love watching people show themselves embarrassing times. I think she also like appreciated the notoriety she was receiving from like actual celebrities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of smoothed it out for her a little bit. Yeah. Like when Cardi B posted about it, I think she loved (laughs) it. Yeah. Cardi B was the ultimate moment. I think Will Smith was the other big celebrity that posted about it or posted a video on it. Yeah. It's incredible. So I'm glad Gia was a good sport too. That Mm -hmm. makes me happy. So now moving on from Jersey, we're going to go to New York. And there are a lot of past Roni stars on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of them who's pretty active is Kelly Bensimone. <laughs> so there's one specific video that caught my attention that is just truly bizarre and truly very Kelly. And mm-hmm. she's basically by a wooden horse. And she says, stitch this, show me what you do when you feel gorgeous. And she's just dancing, <laughs> holding up peace signs. So it's it's truly like her personality on TikTok, I feel like is her on Scary Islands. I was mm-hmm. wondering, what are your thoughts on her TikTok presence? It seems like her goal on TikTok is to like, just kind of be sexy. <laughs> like that seems yeah. to be like first and foremost, the goal, which is interesting. Cause like her career now is in real estate and occasionally there'll be like a TikTok on her page about real estate, but then it won't even make any sense. Like when she's like that one with like the champagne bottle where like, she's just like, I sold this, I sold this. It's like, what are you even talking <laughs> <What>? about? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's leaning into this hashtag feeling gorgeous thing, which is like what she tags each of her videos, which good for her. <laughs> In the comments of every single one of her videos, someone is yelling, go to sleep, yes. which I appreciate. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then um, yes. her videos to me feel like, do you remember MySpace when you could do like whatever you wanted and it was like too chaotic <laughs> and you had so many options that you could like yes. put whatever music on and like do whatever with? It feels like she's approaching TikTok like MySpace 2007 and I don't hate that from her. Yeah. I feel like for her more than any, any of the other housewives, I wish I had like a camera shot on the person recording this mm-hmm. to like see their reaction. <laughs> like, is it C or Teddy, her yeah. daughters? Yeah. I'm dying to know. Who is it? Yeah. I know. She did post one over Memorial Day weekend that was just like geese. Yeah. And then it like zoomed into the Statue of Liberty, which to me, that's like something more that would come up on my For You page. Like geese content comes up a lot. Do you guys watch Million Dollar Listing? Are you excited for her to be on it? I don't watch it, but I will seek out whatever clip of her on it. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be, yeah, for sure. Is it a clip or is it going to be like a more regular thing? I think it's one episode. I think she, ha- okay. I've been watching the season. She hasn't been on yet. So I'm not sure if she makes it on one or two, but it's definitely okay. she's not recurring. But yeah, okay. I'm yeah. super excited for the day she appears. I'll seek that out. I have one, it's kind of off topic, but it is million dollar listing. Have you seen the stuff of Sonia Morgan in Josh Flagg's house? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the best. It's the best. like, Literally terrorizing his house and costing him thousands of dollars of damages. Yes. 
And him being like happy about it. Yeah. 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 I think they're going to get a show. Yeah. I would watch Great. that show for sure. Yes. I would too. Yeah. <laughs> they seem to love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Bethany Frankel. So I'm a big New York fan. And right. of course I love Bethany. I will say though. So there's this word that like the TikTokers created chuggy. If you mm-hmm. have heard this, right? Okay. So I feel like Bethany's content is a little chuggy. Like, it's a lot of, like, I'm a girl boss. Like, right. climbing cl- climbing the corporate ladder. Look at me. Like, CEO, power woman. It's a lot of her drinking wine. Like, mm-hmm. wine, wine, mm-hmm. wine. It's, like, everything that yeah. people have sort of been, like, making fun of millennials about is, yeah. like, Bethany's right. content. Yeah. It's to me, it's like, how do you solve a problem like Bethany? I just think she's trying, like, putting too much out there, trying too many things. She doesn't really understand the platform. And we watch Big Shot with Bethany. She hates social media, apparently, allegedly. (laughs) Right. So, whoever they hired, whoever won that show, I forget, is not doing good in that vein, like, Mm -hmm. to actually learn about social media. So, it is interesting. I also thought, like, I feel like the first unveiling of Bryn Hoppy's face in like a big way came on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's where she felt most comfortable to unveil. And then she moved her over to other platforms, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. I feel like Bryn has too much of a say in Bethany's TikTok. Like there's a lot of mm-hmm. them dancing together, which is yeah. really awkward. That one TikTok that made its way over onto Twitter of her like doing push ups. I don't know if you guys saw this one. It's like really, it looks like a horror film, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Like she's just a little too awkward for TikTok, I think. Yeah. And she makes all the people around her like be in them. Mm -hmm. So there's one where she's up on her balcony doing like, don't cry for me, Argentina. (laughs) And it's like her boyfriend, Paul's like sitting there and it's like, it's just all so sad. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like she's also doing like, early TikTok stuff. Mm. Like, she's doing mm-hmm. a lot of lip syncing. Like, it's right. all just, like, like not really what TikTok content has become. She's yeah. still, mm-hmm. like, the 1.0 version. Yeah, super, sure. super chuggy. <laughs> yeah. Look at us using the word chuggy. <laughs> like, I've heard it before, but, like, now that I understand that Bethany's content is chuggy, now I understand chuggy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was what clipped for me as well. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. What I find interesting is you mentioned that her daughter had kind of this unveiling mm-hmm. on TikTok. And I obviously like clicked over to the daughter's TikTok because mm-hmm. she tags Bryn in them. Mm-hmm. And Bryn's TikTok is private, which kudos Good. to Bethany. I would hope, yeah, a child's TikTok is private. But she has all like 1,200 followers still. Like, I want to know, like, I just imagine Bryn and Bethany sitting together and Bryn being like, can I okay this person to follow me? Like, can I okay <laughs> this person? Like, I wonder what the process is to get the, uh. you know, the followers. I wonder if, like, Barbara Corcoran follows Bryn Hoppy. Oh, my God. Have oh you my. noticed Barbara's always in the comments? Oh, yes, God. I have, yeah. Some weird friendship. But Barbara's also another person. She, I think Barbara's great on TikTok. Yeah. But I think, Melissa, like you're saying, Chugi is the way to describe yeah. it. Like, old TikTok, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Another Chugi TikToker. Yeah. All right, what about Dorinda? So... <laughs> I love just sort of how bad it is. Like, her username is still, like, user 9966. Like, she hasn't even figured that out. It's like, I feel like after 
she was fired from Housewives, she was like teleported to another realm <laughs> where she's like just walking around, unable to speak, and just like looking into her camera phone. That's all she's doing. <laughs> but like for whatever reason, I find it so much more enjoyable than Bethany's content because mm-hmm. I think it's like a maybe like less self-aware. Like she, we're just experiencing Dorinda in her natural element. Right. Totally. Yeah. Like trying on like jackets and then like just looking at the camera so scary but we love her yeah she's also really pushing Nutrisystem Mm -hmm. so there's like many videos in a row where she's pushing it and I guess like she needs to make up for the lost Roni money somewhere yeah I know I mean good for her for getting that check bad for the rest of the world that that's a diet scam that will kill people (laughs) oh god allegedly sorry just kidding edit that out (laughs) wow do you miss Dorinda on Roni? Do you think we are missing her presence? We needed a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel bo- I feel two ways. Like, she probably needed the break that season that was her downfall. Um, but we could probably still use a break for her. Because I think she got, like, I think the show became, took up so much space in her brain that, like, mm-hmm. she took it all too seriously. And I think, like, that's why she was getting so pissed off with Tinsley but I do think, like, the show needs her a little bit. And, like, I think it will be happy when she does eventually come back. Yeah, I'm missing, like, Dorinda at home, Dorinda in the Berkshires, that kind of stuff. But I'm not missing blackout Dorinda yelling at people and, like, mm-hmm. spitting in their face. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like to me that uh, Sonia has kind of taken her role on a little bit, which is scary. So I think we need someone a little softer in there. But yeah, I do think Roni is lacking and needs one more person. Mm-hmm. We just need more bodies in the room yeah. in general, I think. It's just like we're so lacking that like when one person gets up from the table, it's like a snooze fest all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. for no reason. Right. Yeah. For Roni, another person active who's a current housewife is Leah McSweeney, and um, she her WAP video with Tinsley last you know last season did amazing. That mm-hmm. was really popular, and she she's another housewife who's on it because of her daughter. Her daughter's like prime mm-hmm. TikTok age. Right. What are your thoughts about Leah this season on Roni? Uh, I mean, like I think. It's kind of a mix because some people are saying like she's kind of overproducing and trying to like create drama and stir shit up. But at the same time, with so few women, we kind of need that energy. So we need a producer. So like mm-hmm. you, you can't blame her for it because otherwise we'd just be like sitting around chatting about nothing, you know. <laughs> My complaint is that, like, she's kind of doing it in a wrong way. So one of her things was to take a vow of silence Mm. in the middle of, like, this five-woman vacation. So now there's only four women to speak. And then um, trying to, like, assassinate Heather Thompson before she even entered this picture. I was like, let's let's hold off a little bit. Yeah. We shouldn't be, like, making people run away from, like, being a, a part of the cast, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I really do want to see an audio go viral of Luann uh, saying Ratsville. <laughs> I think that so good. someday needs to go viral. That was my favorite thing that that's, she's ever said. That would have been prime during the Ratatouille musical uh, yeah. that's time true. period. Yeah, she missed out on that. That was a beautiful time in our lives, Yeah, for actually. sure. It was. It really was. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, now moving to Dallas. I'm not a big Dallas fan. That's one franchise I don't follow that closely. I've watched a few episodes mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. season. But Tiffany Moon does an amazing job on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And she has 384,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen some of her stuff? Yeah, of course. I think she's one of the rare housewives who like understands the assignment. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. some misses. And I feel like she does a lot of, because she's a very busy woman, she does a lot of like mass like she'll film a lot of tiktoks in a day Mm -hmm. so she's not always up on every single trend because she's got a lot going on in her life but i think her content is like on a scale from like one to ten for these housewives she's at a nine yeah yeah i I mean i think like of all the housewives she's the one that's like pumping out the content uh frequently first of all and then like a high percentage of entertaining content like i find her stuff pretty funny compared to yeah. like the people trying to be funny who are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's less of like the accidentally funny stuff like Dorinda. Right. <laughs> right. And I, I think this is probably also cause like she's relatively young compared to the other housewives. Like she herself is only like 36. Yeah. Yeah. Still too it. old for TikTok. Still too old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still, right. Didn't make that cut off, but like for somebody who's too old for TikTok, she makes pretty good content. Yeah. Right. All right, Beverly Hills, uh, Lisa Rinna is our first mention, of course. We love the dancing. Um, she did one recently wearing a Brooks Marks tracksuit, mm. which was very exciting mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I love her content. What do you guys think about her? I like her content. It's just the same stuff we saw over on Instagram yeah. while quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not she's not really trying to adapt to the platform, but I think... She's successful because she's already, like, a known name. And then, like, the young people can be... The young people also probably know her daughters mm. and, like, know of them and follow them. Mm. So not reinventing the wheel for me, but glad to see her using the platform. Yeah, I mean, like, she has her shtick. And, like, she sticks to that. And it works for her. And, like, I think that's all we can really ask of it of her yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, com- comparatively, like, Dorit on TikTok... Uh, really understands the assignment. Like, she's the fashion girl, and, like, she's giving us big moments there. And Jareet is using the popular sounds, too. Mm. Whereas, like, a lot of the housewives don't really understand, like, what sounds are popular. Jareet has been using the ones that are big. Yeah. I would pay to see Kathy Hilton on TikTok. Oh, my God. (laughs) Doing dentistry (laughs) on TikTok? Live on TikTok? Um... (laughs) I could see Kathy Hilton in a bathroom. Did you ever get the guy on live who's just putting rubber bands around a watermelon? He's always come up, coming up on my. I live. could see. Yeah. I could see Kathy Hilton in that same bathroom, just like pulling teeth. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Kathy could do anything on TikTok, and it would probably be a success. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I love how she comments on Instagram posts, like their text messages. So I can only imagine if you put the TikTok app in front of her, she would do something highly insane. The other day she commented, who is that woman dancing? And the woman dancing was Teddy Mellencamp. Sad. So bad. So her, sad. Her sister's like best friend. Yeah. All right. So now moving on from Beverly Hills, we're going to talk about Atlanta. And the first person we have is Candy. Her handle is just at Candy. She has 157,000 followers, and her bio reads, I am Candy. That is all. 
She only has seven videos, though. Mm. So she's not really using the platform, but I think it just goes to show her popularity in Mm -hmm. general um, by her having this many followers and only, like, so little content. I think a lot of these women, like, signed up and got a bunch of followers because they are Mm -hmm. housewives or famous for whatever reason. And just, like, kind of... They felt like they needed to sign up because it was the next big platform i noticed this with like kyle richards she like signed up during the pandemic but like didn't post hasn't posted since like april of last year yeah Yeah. um i guess candy's a little more recent but i still think candy probably doesn't know how to like really get in on the platform you know yeah i mean i think like also Portia as well like signed up posted a bunch of videos up through May of last year and then returned a year later. It's like mm-hmm. weird seeing some of them like off the platform for so long and then coming back to it now. I think more and more they're starting to feel like it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, but I mean, Candy's got like so much going on on like all the different platforms. Like she is probably has the most successful YouTube channel of any of the housewives. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's always talking about her YouTube channel. So it's probably hard to like, d- despite all the help that she has within the candy factory, like to True. stay on top of it all. Mm-hmm. Well, the easy thing would be to clip some of the YouTube mm-hmm. videos and put them on TikTok. Yeah. And what were your thoughts of Atlanta this season? Uh, I, I mean, I feel like they are probably in like a transitional moment with like if Nini's not coming back, um, mm-hmm. like what in what direction are we going to take the show? Kenya's a little frustrating because like she was doing what was annoying about Nini in her last season, which is kind of just like shutting down and not wanting to engage with other people in the city. Which like we need everyone to like to be talking and like. You can get in a fight, but, like, bounce back, you know. I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm interested to see, like, some of these casting rumors, like Sheree possibly coming back and Mm -hmm. what else we can do next year. I mean, Portia's interesting, but, like, she can't carry the show by herself if, like, the person that Mm -hmm. she is kind of fighting with doesn't want to engage at all, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, we had one good episode, yeah. one great episode this season. Yeah. Um, the Bolo episode was mm-hmm. truly a great Housewives episode, like, all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with Dan, though. Like, they need to engage. But it, there's so many things up in the air right now, like, with Portia and mm. her new boyfriend, who was Fallon's husband. Mm-hmm. Like, is Fallon going to come and be a part of the show more? Right. Like. It, we just have to wait and see. I'm hoping for Sheree to come back. Sheree is one of my favorite housewives of all time. I'll never forget her reacting to Portia <laughs> entering uh, Kenya's housewarming party. Yeah. Um, iconic moments. Uh, so happy to see her back. And her um, her boyfriend's out of prison. Yeah. Oh, great. And Sheree's son is Hot. extremely yeah. good looking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wouldn't mind having him on the show either. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, it's like, it's good news that he was part of that big uh, Housewives Kids special. So they're, they're still in the family. Yeah. Speaking of the Housewives Kids, it's so strange how Phaedra's son has seemingly just taken over her TikTok. <laughs> like, it's just videos of him. <laughs> yep. And the one that like, the one with her in it, it's like special guest star. Mama. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is her handle, kid. <laughs> 
This is like the opposite of Bethany, who like Bethany is using her kid on Bethany's own TikTok, and Phaedra's just like, I'm not letting my kid get it, but use my name and post whatever you want. I know. Oh, God. It felt like Cynthia was posting a lot of fun content at the beginning of quarantine with her family because they were all quarantined together. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, like when it was like the parents would stand behind the kids and be like, which one's like the messiest? Mm-hmm. And like they would do a lot of that, like pointing and stuff like that. Cynthia was doing a lot of that with her blended family um, early in core, which I liked. Yeah. That was the best time of TikTok early quarantine. So like March, April, May, yeah. when mm-hmm. it was just... The golden age, as Melissa and I like to call it. Beautiful. <laughs> the last thing in Atlanta is that Nini's sound was trending for a while. And the sound was, uh, what is this, honey? And it's the white refrigerator. Mm. Oh, yeah. So there's like over 30,000 videos to that, which is fantastic. What is this, honey? I was shocked. But Nini's not That's... on TikTok though. Like I was looking for her profile. I don't I... see anything. I don't see anything either. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't find wow. her. The Ooh the Ghetto one was trending as well. Is that the same one? No, yeah, that's different. No, that, that's yeah. a different one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, that was earlier, like last year. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's got so many great one-liners. She's, like, primes for TikTok audio. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to see a lot of, like, mining of Housewives uh, content for these good sounds. And mm-hmm. I think, like, Watch Rappens Live and the official, like, Bravo accounts are, like, starting to do this, too. Yeah. Posting the original clips so that, like, folks can start using them, which is fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We need prostitution whore audio <laughs> to come back into our lives. Yeah. Please. <laughs> okay, so we wanted to wrap up doing a little lightning round for you guys. We just have a few questions. Okay. You ready? Sure. sure. Okay. So the first question, if you had to choose one housewife to do a TikTok dance with, who would it be? Ramona. <laughs> I automatically look better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would want to do it with Zia list just because, like, to be in her presence of, like, an ar- a true oh, artist yeah. like that, yeah. Dan's in love with her. <laughs> I, I am a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. What cast of any Bravo show would you want in your hype house? And you could only choose one franchise. Any Bravo show? Any Bravo show. Summer house is an automatic hey, hype house. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, a, that's like the most fun hype house, summer house, for sure. <laughs> Especially this past season when they spent like six weeks together. That is a hype yeah. house. Yeah. That actually is. You're totally right about yeah, that. For sure. Is there anyone from the Bravo universe that you wish had a TikTok um, and somebody who like you want to see more of or you think their content would be really great? Ooh, I've got one. Who? Did y'all watch Gallery Girls? Oh, back in the day. Oh, yeah. No. Is this Chantal, like the little, like, scary one? <laughs> I want her on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I haven't checked, and I would assume she might have it, but I would curious to, to see what a Jill Zarin TikTok looks like. Mm. Oh, she does have a TikTok. Okay. So she was posting a lot with her daughter, yeah. Allie, in the beginning because they were selling the masks. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it was mask, mask content. content. And I don't think she posted recently, yeah. but in the beginning of 
the pandemic, she was posting a lot. Yeah, all about business for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just her and her daughter too. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely what you would mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides Kelly Dodd, what Bravo celebrity do you want to see off social media? Ooh. Mm. Um, I mean, I kind of like when it comes to Twitter, I kind of want all of them off because I feel like it ruins the show sometimes mm-hmm. when they when they like fight mm-hmm. too much about what's going on on Twitter. Like, I don't want that to be a storyline. And yeah. then I just I, I don't know. I just think it kind of ruins the vibe a little bit. But like head on TikTok, I guess you, you can't fight. Right. Better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a similar vein, because a lot of that happened at the end of Dallas, but Cameron Westcott, mm. I felt like her and her husband were getting, like, vicious towards Dr. Tiffany Moon yeah. on uh, Twitter after, like, the reunion aired. So, the two of them. Oh, and their uh, brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a family what affair. What was his name again? Chart. Chart. Chart Westcott. Chart. <laughs> That's a great yeah. name. Cool. So that wraps it up for our lightning round. And uh, we really, really appreciate you both coming on and talking about all things Bravo and TikTok. Can you tell us where your our listeners can find you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Comethroughqueen.com. And it's spelled T-H-R-U. Has links to our episodes on either Apple Podcast or Spotify. But you can find it essentially any uh, podcast app. Um, links to our social accounts. Unfortunately, there's no come through queen official TikTok yet. But <laughs> yeah. who knows? Yeah. God, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like you could find everything come through queen related on come through queen.com. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, so much fun. It's, we're never too old for TikTok. No, uh, never too old for TikTok. <laughs> never too old for Bravo. Never too old for TikTok. No. <laughs> Good entertainment spans all generations. For sure. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Thank you for having of us. Of course. Thank you for having us.